live from my basement. <laughs> I always wanted to do a show in my basement. I remember watching Wayne's World, and I was like, dude, I'll have a show in my basement one day. This is very much that exact thing right now, isn't it? Yes. We're Wayne and Garth. Party on. <laughs> Excellent. What's your funny uh, favorite line of Wayne's World? Can you think of one? Take me, Garth. Where? I'm low on gas and you don't have a jacket. That's a fantastic <laughs> line. Heather Locklear wants to... Is it Heather Locklear who wants to smash? Is it Heather Locklear? No, it's the... Um, no. Carrera. Asian no. girl. No, 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 no. Garth. Oh. Uh, oh, I think she's unknown. Mm, no, she's definitely known. Is she? I think it was Heather Locklear. She's super hot. Was it Morgan Fairchild? It was not Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the... <laughs> this is the... We're out of the gate with typical <laughs> references <laughs> and all over the place. Do you have a favorite line from uh, Wayne's World? I don't know that I do. Wow. Abraham Lincoln? Uh, that's a fantastic line. That's a pretty good one. It's very good. So actually it is Kim Basinger in the first one and Heather Locklear is in Wayne's World Part 2. Dude, I had no idea Kim Basinger was in. Is it Kim Basinger? Basinger? I think it's Basinger, by the way, you caught off my sentence to say that, to get that out there. I think you at one point it was Bassinger, like when she first hit the scene. Do you remember that at all? Do you think that's like a, like a Louis Robert, where they're just like, no one really knows, and then eventually they come in and like, it's Louis Robert, you yes. know? Like once, you, once he's a good enough hitter, once you care enough about Kim Basinger, you know that it's not Kim Basinger. Oh yeah, that was, that was huge with baseball players on the Latin names, because no one really... Yeah. Was used to saying Gian. Right. Ozzy Gillen. <laughs> right. Gijen. <laughs> and then you get good enough and you're like, it's Gien. Right. Oh, that's funny. All right. So Kim Baser, I do not recall this at all. Wow. She was in one, but I, the line I was quoting, in all fairness, ends up being from two then because it was Heather Locklear uh, where her and Garth were about to get down and there was a whole jacket exchange before that and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, take me. And he's like, where I'm low on gas and you don't have a jacket. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's such a, it's a classic line. I don't remember too. Really? No, I was, uh, I had moved on. I think, I don't know why. It's weird how much more I like the sequels. I wonder if that's again, like our, our four year gap, like you were hot shots. I'm hot shots. Part two. You're Wayne's world. I'm Wayne's world too. That, or maybe I just like jokes better the second time. I don't really know. <laughs> I like movies when they're watered down and cheesier. Sounds like it. <laughs> it's the worst. You didn't like the first Gremlins, but the one that came right to video. <laughs> I was a right to video guy because I didn't like the theater. The Leprechaun didn't care for it. The Leprechaun in Outer Space, top 10 all time. Wayne's World, though, was, was huge, right? I loved it. And it was like cool because they were close to home. You know, I grew up in the western suburbs. So whereas you like Chicago got love all the time, as we know, everything comes back to Chicago somehow. Like you didn't get much out that way. You know what I mean? Like DuPage County didn't get to represent very often. Why didn't they save that car kebab that's in the movie? That was like they tried to save that thing. I think it was out in Cicero or something or Berwyn. Yeah, Berwyn area. Yeah. And uh, that's gone. It is gone. I remember driving past that. They still have um, there's a Native American. Mm hmm. Standing on the corner of a building on uh, like 50, what is it? No, maybe 63rd and Kedzie. Okay. He's like, you know. I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. It's now for like an optometrist. It has nothing to do with optometry. <laughs> it's just the biggest statue of a 
Native American a headdress, like a chief, and he's got the hand out and it's hand up and it says like, you know, come get your eyes tested. <laughs> they bought it from like a miniature golf course at an auction and like, dude, this will attract people. That's so great. I'm a sucker for that stuff though. And when I'm driving by somewhere with the kids, I'm always like, hey, check it out. <laughs> Look at the, you know, right? I love it. I feel like the car kebab, it had to be like right around the big real estate crash that that came down. Cause I remember it when it happened being like, yeah, I get it, man. Like we don't like who can afford to keep that thing around, you know, scrap that metal tough times. You gotta get cash that in. So I feel like it was around that 2010. Okay. 2010 kind of, we were still in the, we're starting to dig our way out. Right here. I am complaining about it. I don't think it'd be that hard to, to make one of those. A car kebab? Wouldn't that be great, like, at the end of your life, if you really hit it, to have a car kebab of all the cars you had in your life? <laughs> like, the bottom, like, yeah, that's the uh, Chevy Celebrity. That's what I had in high school. Till, Chevy Celebrity. Until I totaled that thing. Then I had a uh, Caprice Classic. There you go. That it was before emissions tests. Used to, used to park, used to pull up to a stoplight and just stand in billowing blue smoke. <laughs> that would be great to be able to have all those cars. I would love that. There's my 92 Escort that had the seatbelts. Remember for a little while where the seatbelts on the door, it would like oh, yeah. lock you in, <laughs> yes. but mine didn't work. Come <laughs> so, on. Like, I know. What happened? Can you believe it's it? a water bottle stuck in there? <laughs> uh, so you'd have to like manually like like pull it hard. You know what I mean? Like you're fighting this electronic system to try and get that in every time. You're like, oh, just come on. I'll drive. I'll drive. And then you you get into like a fight with your car the whole time. That was the worst. Sounds like you had a, your escort needed an uh, an escort. <laughs> those are great cars. I remember those were. Were uh, they? They're very popular. They were tiny. They were green. Mine was green. Mine was like the and it wasn't like that must a cool have been. That sounds like it was on sale. <laughs> yeah, it was not like a cool green. It wasn't like a hunter or a forest. It was like tealish. Hey, that company doesn't want the green cars anymore. <laughs> but we got to move them. Take the duck logos off them. Wait, here comes somebody. That was my second car. My first car was an 88 Grand Am. Oh, nice. 88 Grand Am. Yeah, what, year, what year are you getting this? 96. Nice, buddy. I want to say it was like I never really, $1,700. I just kind of like, you know, whatever car was around, available for you as long as I could. Vehicles? What are you, Paul Walker? It's like my parents. Around? I was the youngest, right? My parents had two cars oh, okay, that's for true. a lot of the time. And then... By the time I was driving, my sisters were gone and they're at, you know, at college and my parents only need one car. Okay. Cause they were like, we're done. Yeah. You're on your own. And then we just kind of went our, went our separate ways. <laughs> okay. That's fair. So then my sister would come home and I'd be like, what are you doing? This is my car. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Um, and we'd fight about that, but no, we, um, I was never like. I didn't get my own car until out of uh, out of college, like my first sales job. I bought a Nissan Altima. Really? Yeah. What year? Uh, 02. And what year did you buy this? I bought a new. Oh, really? Your first car was a new car? Oh, yeah, dude. I was so irresponsible. Oh, man. He was... I remember, like, negotiating with the guy. <laughs> I was like, dude, I want my payment to be around, like... <laughs> You're doing everything Just wrong. Three, everything wrong. <laughs> everything wrong. He's like, you want your payment to be what? Under $400? Okay, yeah, we can make that happen. You're like, ish, it's, you know? Like, if it's a little over, that's fine. But now it's going to be for nine years. <laughs> You're like, great. Now let's talk warranties. Do you got them? <laughs> How do I rust-proof this bad boy? 
We put your payment booklet in the trunk. <laughs> it wouldn't fit in the uh, glove compartment. So we, it's on top of your car. We put the payment book on top of the car. It's strapped on there. It's Fred Flintstoning <laughs> over to the side, like in the intro when he gets the food. Dude, I remember buying my first car and this guy, I mean, they lie to you when they don't even have to. Right. And he told me, he's like, the car, the one you want, right? Whatever the bells and whistles were at that time. I didn't have many uh-huh. bells or whistles. I didn't have like a sunroof. So you're buying a bike? There's bells? Leather seats or any of that stuff. I, I must have just wanted it manual. Sure. And, you know, have a speedometer. And sure. like, we don't have one of those here. <laughs> but we do have one in Carbondale. And I remember you said Carbondale, right? Southern Illinois, which is about six seven hours from here roughly at least absolutely it might be eight hours especially for someone who doesn't have a car right (laughs) it's not an easy trip so he says i'm gonna say i'm gonna go down there and get it i'll be back at two o'clock i uh, it's like nine (laughs) i'm like dude you're carbondale the salukis you're going to get you'll be back by two yeah i'm gonna go get it you just hear a helicopter like, in the distance. You know that he's not going. Right. He's sending someone else. And it's not in Carbondale. No way. So then I, I like left. And I remember go, walking back in there. And he was you know, <laughs> acting like, hey, oh, hey, just got back. <laughs> I'm like, you drove to Carbondale. Back. Oh, so anyway. But you bought it. Of course I did, Jim. I liked it. <laughs> Had to be mine. I love that car. Oh, this is the most fun. But I never got as attached to that car as I did the cars I had prior because it was like a good car. Yeah. You know, you could put like a ton of mileage on those. Those old, uh, those Nissans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I sold that to a guy um, on the north side, like Fullerton and uh, that Melitos on Fullerton and whatever, Racine. Okay. I just sold it to him. I sold like three cars to that guy. Really? Yeah. Because I, when I met Sarah, she was getting you know rid of her car. Car was on the last legs. That's a weird thing. I guess that's a much more of like a like if you're moving into the city, you're just gonna sell a car. I've never sold a car without buying another one. You know what I mean? Like it's always just part of a process. I've never like, oh, this is my guy. I sell cars too. That was my first time doing it too. But you sold three cars to him. Maybe two. Okay. All right. Three sounded better for the podcast. It really did. It really did. We're trying to get listeners. I understand that. <laughs> Someone's like, two, turn it off. I'm done. And then he took all the cars I sold him and he made a, a car kebab. <laughs> and you can see it. It's on Fullerton and Racine. Uh, at an optometrist's <laughs> office. And that's how we get listeners. It's not a car kebab. It's a car like a uh, ring cone. <laughs> Because there's only like one car on it. You know those things, the rings that you toss on? The, uh-huh. And then your kids lose them. I thought you could go back to the Native American theme and put it in a carnacopia. <laughs> That's what I did there. Carnacopia. All right. Dude, I saw something I wanted to ask you about. And this is podcast material. Uh-huh. Do you put butter on the counter? Do you leave it out is what I'm asking you. I don't. You don't? You refrigerate I, it? I refrigerate it. But I'm also, I'm not using it every day. You know what I mean? Like... That butter, it, it, you know, it could be there for a couple of seasons, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it inside. Yeah. So we have always left it on the counter. Growing up, okay. that's what I had on the counter. Sarah, I believe too. Um, we leave it on the counter here, but occasionally we will have people come out, and you know, they'll say, "Wait, you leave your butter out? Like you leave it out? Like we leave it out? It's, I mean, we have a lid, we have a butter tray, but 
it's not a problem. I do want to put that out there. And I was reading about it too. It's, it's safe for almost like over a month, they're saying. When you buy it, it's refrigerated though, right? When you buy it, it's refrigerated, yes. And so like you're starting a, you're starting a clock there. So to me immediately. Right, but the clock starts at your house. They, they keep it refrigerated because it can't melt and it's got to be, you know. Sure. But then when it gets to your house, you've got 30 days you're saying about? At least. If it's salted, you're better off. The salt helps it. Like a preservative? Yeah. All right. And you want to? You don't want to cross-contaminate, you know. But who likes spreading cold butter? Like occasionally, the butter will be uh, not replenished, right? Uh-huh. So then we got to take one out of the fridge and start a new one. And that's a pain in the ass ah. if you're trying to put that on. Uh, you're shredding the toast, shredding the waffle. Doesn't spread. See, and that's one of the reasons I hardly use butter is because of how awful it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And But if I had left it out, then I'd be okay. You ever th- see the butter, like the aerosol? You might the be able sprays. to use that. The spray. <laughs> oh, man. That was like early 2000s. That was my move. Like, yeah. what? Like, everything was in spray form at <laughs> that point. Wasn't it? You had that? We. Oh, my God. I didn't even oh, have man. I had like, I can't believe it's not butter spray. It was even better. I had like fake butter in a spray can. I can't believe it's not butter. You still can't believe it? <laughs> you're spraying it. You're, you're, it's in an old water mister. You still can't believe it, huh? It's weird to get your butter and your, like, your weed killer in like the same container. <laughs> like, Is that bug spray? <laughs> butter. Uh, well, it looks the same. The spokesperson I picture is like out in front of the kitchen, just like pointing backwards like, they still, look at these fucking idiots. <laughs> They still can't believe it. They're spraying it. Anyway, it's at, it's on the shelves. Go get it. They can't believe it. I mean, we're being honest. It's not butter, all right? It's not, but some people have refused to believe that. I don't even, like, I didn't even care about the fact that it wasn't butter. It was just the first one that had the spray. You know what I mean? So it was right. like, that, that. so that was my brand of choice because it made it easier. I'm like, I need to make butter more expensive somehow is what I need to do. I would like a documentary on the people, like on, on what that would be like today if if the I can't believe it's not butter thing was happening, like with social media. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Well, on my grandparents' news station, they say it is butter. So, of course, they can't believe it's not butter. Did you ever have a margarine phase? Yeah. My, like, w- the household I grew up in, we fell for everything. Yeah. What was the story behind margarine? Because it was like... Was this sold to everyone as better for you or better for cholesterol or something? And then they were like, no, it is not. What was that? What was margarine? I don't really know what it was, Pat. I didn't didn't do any follow-up on margarine. I will. But we would like, whatever the phase was at the time, it'd be like, you know, well, these have 25% less fat, and this has 30% less cholesterol, and this has, you know, 15% less calories. But, like, you put them all together, and none of it made sense anymore. Dude, I remember going through margarine. We had, like, the Fleischmann's margarine and that would just be uh that i think was refrigerated but still spreadable you just kick it out and it was ready to go throw that on an english muffin margarine sounds like a uh like like i would have an ant margarine margarine sounds like a name that's gonna come back soon doesn't it doesn't it you remember these are my children winston and margarine yeah you remember ron and his wife margarine (laughs) here they are it is a spread used for flavoring, baking, and cooking, and it is most often used as an inexpensive butter substitute. It's most often used to clog your arteries and stop everything in your body. 
It was named. It was named oleomargarine. Oleo. My dad used to say that. Did he really? Yes. Where is the oleo? Really? Yes. What? Oh man, I just had a flashback. Man, I forgot about that. Where's the oleo? Oleo. It was so oleo. Oleum is Latin for olive oil, and marguerite is Greek for pearl, indicating luster. Oh, so they combined the. Uh... The two, and then they uh, it became oleo margarine, and then eventually margarine. Oh, it's a beautiful name. Actually, it does mean something. It really does. I miss margarine. This is and margarine. What, where's that from? Oh, it's a Greek name. It means pearl indicating luster. Hmm. We got an email for, about naming. We did a, a child. We uh, did. We got a note from a brim. Right. Uh, big shout out to our buddy Stephen, uh, who was reached out before. Uh, dedicated Brimley. Loves the podcast, and uh, but he listens through Spotify where they can't do reviews. So I feel like whenever we're shilling for reviews, uh, it's only for the Apple people. I guess I, I never really think about that. But uh, he wanted to reach out to us and uh, just uh, say thank you, you know. And uh, he had been meaning to reach out for a while. Uh, he had some baseball card related questions that I was able to answer for him, and then uh, he was going to ask for your advice on naming children, as his wife and he were expecting. But uh, the baby was delivered last week. And they named her Beautiful Daughter, right? Yep. And they named her Blair. Blair. Not a name I would have thrown out there. (laughs) But beautiful name. Great name. Great name. Absolutely. Congratulations to Stephen and his wife. That was a joke, Stephen. I'm very happy for you. And uh, that was nice of uh, you to send us a note, bud. Congrats on your baby. I hope that uh, you're getting some sleep, dude. Now we're talking directly to (laughs) to one person. Steven. I don't even know him. All I know is his first name is Steven. That's all you need to know. <laughs> you know Steven and his daughter Blair. You missed that reference. The uh, I know my first name is Steven. <laughs> I completely God damn it. Brims, do you see that? Can you believe he you missed is. that? Now oh, I'm talking man. to them again. All right. Anyway, we had uh, that interaction with a fan, and then I ran into um, Jenny, our friend who works at guaranteed rate oh yeah she pretty much runs the food service yeah and uh i ran into jenny and she's like i saw jim at the Sox game and then Uh, she heard you talk about the brat on the podcast uh uh-huh and she was like he was very diplomatic about it what very diplomatic oh no and i said for (laughs) you i'm like jim loved it i love the brat because we love their food the food's the best in the business I, there's no, I've never been to a sporting event with better food than at uh, Guaranteed Rate Field. Right. White Sox are actually kind of known for it. Absolutely. When we were doing the podcast there, I got to do like a, she set it up. We did like a taste test. I was so pissed All the you. new menu items. Remember that? Yeah, I know I you do. couldn't make it. Yeah. Do you remember why I couldn't make it? <laughs> Something going on with you. I was doing a gig that I was supposed to do with you. I was in Myrtle Beach. Oh, you were. <laughs> and you had to cancel the gig. And... The booking agency was like, hey, we really need you to still do the gig. And I was like, all right. And it was just like the most awful week. Like everything that went wrong could. Oh, that's when you had like the, you got a ticket. Yeah, I got a ticket in my rental car because I had to fly there and then rent a car because it was and it was spring break. So I had to fly Spirit and it was still really expensive. Dude, I didn't want to hear this then. <laughs> and then and I don't want to hear it now. And then on top of it. I feel bad about it. And then on top of it, Pat's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, also, uh, 
we have a taste test set up for the podcast to, to eat all of the new food at U.S. Cellular Field for free. Can you be there? Like, no, Pat, I'll be in Myrtle Beach. Oh, okay. I'll bring Andy in then. I'll replace you. But you got your foot in the door there, and now you're headlining the club. Ren, isn't it coming up? I'm not. No, oh, I'm not. no, no they're no, out of business. No. They, they closed. Nope, they hated me. No, they're still in business. Oh, they they just hated me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, anywho, great food. Awesome food. The best. I can't wait to get to a game. I have my eye on a game this week, maybe. Go get a, a Cubano. Oh, yeah. We were, um, so I was in the 500 level. If I, I, I hope I didn't disparage the brat in any way, shape, or form because the brat was fantastic. I was just not very creative with my food choices that day. You know what I mean? Like it was, you're in the 500 level, so you don't have quite as many options as you do everywhere else. I didn't really know my way around. So it was like, all right, I'll have a brat, which was very good. I just didn't get any churros. I'm a churro guy at the stadium, Pat. You right. know that. You make fun of me for that. Often. Isn't that funny? There is a, uh, you know, a little bit of a, you know, upper deck culture yeah. and a lower deck culture. And then you have the skybox culture. Absolutely. So there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, class system. Oh, yeah. It's wherever you go. Absolutely. Love that. The uh, the upper deck vibe is a different vibe. It really is, isn't it? Oh, it's great. It's awesome. I loved it up there. They had a, uh, my uh, sister-in-law went to the game and they had a, not streaker, but someone ran on the field. Did you see it? No. Friday night, somebody ran on the field, and they weren't streaking, but they were trying to get from, like, one corner of the outfield to the next. Sure. They succeeded. A couple great jukes on security. Really? I was watching the game. They don't show this on TV. Right. They, they just... They, like, cut away. They just Benetti's like, you know, let's look, go back and look at our Ford home run replay. Brought to you by the Ford Escort. New fancy seatbelt automatic. <laughs> Sometimes they don't work, though. Also, worst Jason Benetti impression I've ever heard. Go <laughs> well, ahead. I bailed on the, I'm kidding. the Benetti mid- midway through. I, yeah, I would never want to try and imitate someone with such a perfect voice. It's really good. Really good. So, um, but you could hear the crowd reacting like, oh, <laughs> oh! Like you could hear he was doing well. And really? he had captivated the entire stadium, which... As we talked about here on all over the place, is uh, the uh, stadiums are real loud even with the the fewer people. Yeah, limited capacities. Everyone's talking about how loud they are. Yeah, I feel. I wonder if they're piping in. You know what I mean? I think some of them pipe in a little bit of extra crowd noise and things like that to uh, to amplify it. But no, at the stadium, like at U.S. Cellular, it was cool because it's you're spread out, but there's still thousands of people there. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and so you can still get loud. The wave takes a little bit longer. You know, it's not, it's a little tougher to coordinate <laughs> when there's 11 it's people choppy. per section. It really is. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it is loud when you're there. That's great. Yeah. I was watching PTI last week and they were talking about how different places have more fans and how it hopefully by midsummer will be more, uh, you know, I think we're um, what would you say? It? More uniform across the across the league? Yeah, I just uh, I just saw an. I, I love that. I pretend to be educated on things, but I'm just going to admit this. I just saw the title of an article that came across my phone today. I didn't read the article, but that said that we're only about three or four months out from like ending mass vaccinations in the U.S. Yeah, but a lot of people don't want to take them. They're saying is that yeah part of the reason why. See, that's what happens when I don't read the article, Pat. I don't know what happened. Well, I mean, they're trying to get people, they're trying to get more people, you know. I, I don't know. How do you reach the people that don't want to get it? You got to yeah. get those, you got to get those idiots to, you, know, you got to get Ted Nugent to say, <laughs> you got to take it, man. 
Yeah. He got it, by the way. He right. said it didn't exist, and he got. It. Would that be great to just to have all them, all the people that have been? Yeah, hopefully, right? I mean, it, you know, everyone should be speaking out and saying yes to it, especially someone like that who didn't think it existed and then gets it. Right. Like fucking tell your people. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see. When I was watching PTI though, they brought up a topic that I thought I'd uh, run by you: rock, paper, scissors. And uh, Tony was saying he had a strategy. Now, I never really had a strategy when I played rock, paper, scissors. I would just think in the moment. I wanted to ask you, like, do you have a strategy? Like, if we were to play right now, do you know what you're putting out? Or are you thinking about it right now? I know what I'm putting out first. Like, I know my first run, and then what you do from there changes. So you have a first run. You're a, don't even say right now, because maybe we'll we'll throw it out. Mm -hmm. Um, You would, you know all the time you open with X. Wires or Z, correct? Rock, paper, or scissor. I mean, not now that if I'm saying this on air, you know, if we end up playing and this comes out on air, I'm gonna have to switch my gambit. But absolutely, I think I, I have an opening move. You're a one, two, three, shoot. uh, It is rock, paper, scissor, shoot. So it's like the fourth motion. Yeah, right. That's right. And how many times do you go best out of three? Always two out of three. Always, always two out of three. Will you? uh, Will you go one of one? Like, you'll just go winner take I have, all, yeah. It's death. just, you know, like picking even or odd. You know, it's like a coin toss. Yeah. Right? That's fair. But, but maybe it's so- not like a coin toss. The odds are different. You probably would know. I think it's more about the psychology. And, like, I think that two out of three is, you know, coin toss is strictly just 50-50, right? This, if you're looking at the psychology piece of it, you want to get involved. Yeah. One's a fluke. Two out of three, now we've done something. Okay. So you do think it's a mental game? I do think it's a mental game. I was always just thinking it was chance. I understand that. You're incorrect. Well, okay. I'm just there's a, there's well, just let's a, see what's going on. You want to do it right now? Yeah, here we go. Are you serious? Yeah, let's go. And it's one, two, three, shoot? Yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I uh, I went scissor. Pat went paper. So I am up one nothing. All right. How are you feeling real quick? Let me just interview you between rounds, Pat. <laughs> You're down 1-0. You need to win two in a row, which is completely possible. Happens all the time. What are you thinking? What's going on in your mind? I'm thinking I'm going to win. Okay. Perfect. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, rock. All right. right, Well, okay. Okay. Oh, you do play by play? Rock, rock, rock. rock. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Paper covers rock. Jim Flanagan wins 2-0. See, you, you, you put me into a corner. I did. I did. So you are, you do have a strategy. I do. I do. I felt like after your first round, I felt I just you just kind of I just have a feel for like what I think someone's gonna do. So are you but really the, good always? No, like I mean, I, I think I, I I'd like to think I win more than I lose, but I, I care more than most people about it, which is the worst part. I sensed that while we yeah, were playing. Yeah, because you didn't care <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, so it wasn't hard to care more than you. But the, the shit talking after the first one. Was remarkable. I've never seen that you come me, out right? like that. You really—that is your arena that I just walked into. I felt like I had you on your heels, and it was time to. I was like, at that moment, I knew it was going to be two zero. Yeah, I knew that you weren't going to win the next round. All right, let's take a minute and pause here. I got to gather myself. You're listening to all over the place. Did these dorks really just play rock paper scissors? <laughs> Don't forget to download and subscribe. Brimley or bus, baby. <laughs> Oh my God! Maybe you amazing. came into my arena, Jim. Wow, unbelievable! This is, the student becomes the master. That was a quick turnaround, Pat. We are in my house. That was incredible. Um, I also did hear from uh, another Brimley Barry. By the way, just since we're on the subject, Barry uh, 
said Brimley or bust, baby. She loves the drop-ins from the kids. And oh, I, uh, I said that we will probably continue to exploit them for our personal gain here on the podcast. And uh, seems like you did a good job of that today, pal. That's, that was fantastic. Well, I have been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. right? Pretty much since they came on the scene. Well, you know? you're allowed to. They're your children. You, you when life gives them. you lemons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad I mean, they don't hear this. Of course not. They don't listen to me. <laughs> no, but really, I think... Um, yeah, she has a, a really fun time doing it. She was asking me, like, are we going to do one before Jim comes over? Like, yeah, we'll, we'll come up. So I was looking at my notes. I'm like, oh, well, maybe we'll talk about one of these uh, one of these topics. Oh, that was perfect. But I didn't, I forgot how good you were at the game. Joe, so uh, big week for her. She had her first soccer game today, softball game yesterday. We really dove into kids' sports this week, Jim. And um, the scheduling, we had three games on Saturday. I thought they were going to get rained out. They were not. Got them all in. All three of them. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Is this like uh, the first time you've had the crossover of two sports happening at the same time? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So would, yeah, so Joseph's doing soccer and softball. Okay. And what are the boys doing? They're doing hockey. They're done with hockey. It's hockey and, over. Uh, Luke's doing baseball, and uh, Elliot's doing baseball. Outdoor hockey's over now that it's nice out? Oh, that seems Yeah, outdoor hockey's over. Well, they got all that stuff on. Oh, okay, So I fair. feel like they, uh, plus it's baseball season. Yeah. They're so getting into it. Are they? Yeah. Are they uh, Are they assigned teams yet? Yeah, they have, um, they named the teams after some colleges and high schools. It's very confusing to me. Like one of them's on a, the UCLA Bruins, which I'm not really sure we have anything to do with around here. <laughs> I don't think so. Joseph is on the Ducks. The Oregon Ducks. Oh. Um, and Luke is, I think, a caravan. Mount Carmel Caravan. Really? Yeah. So they stopped using, they used to use major league teams, right? Yeah, we've lowered our bar of expectations here. We just want our kids to be able to play in high school, potentially college. <laughs> We're, we've given up on the pros here. We have a team, uh, Luke's on the Schomburg Flyers. <laughs> One of them is on Kane County Cougars. <laughs> The Chicago Tribune employee softball team. <laughs> One of the team names, Mike's Insurance. We had. Um, It'd be great if the Josephine's softball was just like a men's over forty league. It's like <laughs> the, the, their mascot. It'd be great if every team had someone old on it. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be great? Were they really good? This old person, and how old is like? Is it just a, like a regular grown up? I don't know. Maybe the coach can bat once a game. <laughs> just and really rub it in, though. But only one time, with no it. one on base. I love it. The um, season is underway, though. It's exciting. Although Joyce was not excited to get up for her game on Saturday because her cousin slept over Friday night, and you know they're up too late, and they got the game. Mm-hmm. What her, time's the game? We had to be there at nine thirty. Ooh, okay. And we really thought it was going to get rained out, but we're like, let's just go and show up. They're not. They're going to play. And they're like, no, we're playing. <laughs> You're like, son of a bitch. Right. So we got to watch this whole thing. We weren't prepared for the whole 90 minutes. Did not have the attire for it. No. How long is that game? Almost two hours. What? Yeah. At nine years old? Yeah, nine. Oh, my God. It's a long time. Well, you know, there's a lot of walks, stolen bases. I mean, the other team was stealing bases like crazy. Our coach wasn't doing that. The girls would get on, and then they would just take off. It's like... 
not even, and even the, you know what the sign for stealing was? Huh? Go, <laughs> go, Mackenzie, Mackenzie, go. You're supposed to go. Like they're so overt about it. I mean, can you imagine getting run on it? It's demoralizing as a catcher. This girl, she can't catch the ball because the pitcher is throwing it over her head or under, you know, it's hard. They're all, they're just learning. Right. Why and then the other coaches go. It's like you spaz. Why is that happening? Because they want to win. That's ridiculous. They're well, learning the game. Jim, it's they can steal this year. <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues, man. Welcome to coach pitch. Welcome to the year after coach pitch. Welcome to the year after coach pitch. We steal. I mean, they just were running around. It was like a merry-go-round. And we were going station to station, trying to be respectable. Were they same age? Yeah, same age. Different neighborhood. My old park. The park I grew up playing in. Okay. I recognize it. Is that a movie you would have made? Uh, probably. Is that what you guys would have done over there? <laughs> Good. What, uh, what school were they? They were uh, Kennedy Park, and we were Ridge Beverly. Your team was the Ducks, right? You were the. Did they have like a college that they were? I don't know what they were called. Okay, I was not happy with them. Okay, probably doesn't matter. Running around, they were like the the thieves, like the Cook County Correctional Facility softball team. <laughs> yeah, the juvie. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but I feel like we need to get into it. I uh, I went to a baseball card show, a convention. You did. I did. Where? I, uh, I went to one that was in Orland Park, Illinois, and uh, it is the World's Golf Center. Yes, it wasn't there, but uh, but yes, um, and it is a it is a shit show, Patrick. It is you know what's not there? Children. It is all men forty and up. It is a very sad place. They're like, and they're all in like VFWs, and you know, like they're just kind of. Did you go solo? Uh, I did. I, uh, ran into, uh, a buddy of mine that I work with there and, uh, I've actually been to two. That's why I'm being dodgy about this. I've been to did two. Did you know that he was going to be there? The first one, he was like, come on, we'll go. And I was like, man, this better like smell like an old holiday inn, like wherever this thing's going to be, you know? And then the second one, he was like, I'm going. And I'm like, I'm also going to go because, because uh, the first I'm, one was so good. I'm hooked. It's so ridiculous. Really? It's so bad, Patrick. Um, I mean, it's just, it's hey, like, it keeps you out of trouble, man. It's like stocks. But the stocks are hot dudes. I'm just kidding. It's like it's like stocks and sports put together. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 a market. It's very volatile. It's very strange. And I am very cardboard. Excuses. Very cardboard. cardboard. When did you? When do you decide? Like I'm out because you've been down this road, right? We all have. Baseball cards plummeted after we grew up, right? <laughs> right. And here we are, grown up, and uh, you're back into it. Yeah, and certainly I'm late. So you know what I mean? Like this is I like COVID's ending, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll pick up this dumb hobby. Like I'm the mark, I'm the idiot here. I know that, and yet I still can't stop. You know? But I did. uh, I did get you something. Get out of here! I did get you something. I saw this, and uh, I'm not exactly sure if it's. A rookie. It may not be, but I saw this. I felt like it was the most representative thing we could get for the podcast. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, I just threw it. But it's, don't worry, it's in the top loader. It's going to be fine. Get out of here! Look at this. It is a. Uh, it's an 83 card of our first guest, Mike Singletary. It sure is. This is phenomenal. Yeah, buddy. Samurai Mike. 
our boy. This was like Dude, 30 thank you. years. This is awesome. Pre Hey Horsey. Something this like is in that, great right? shape. Hey Horsey. 37 years pre Hey Horsey. Dude, yeah. I am very, uh, thank you. This is awesome. This is going up on the wall. The uh, the first one I went to was in like a, like a sports complex where, you know, it started at like 10 a.m., right? So there's nothing really going on then. But then as the day, like around 11, there's a bunch of kids like hitting in batting cages and there's all these, you know, it was like a like a sports training center, you know, right. like for elite athlete nine-year-olds, you know. <laughs> but the back half of it is 40 pluses who are not very elite athletes. I don't know. <laughs> but there's also like... Uh, uh, it was like in a mall where they have the people who are like, you want to get your spine checked out? You want to get your spine checked out? Do they know like when people are walking in, like where you're going? Like, oh, hey, yeah. rehab's over there. Yeah. Baseball practice over there. Right. Pictures of dudes <laughs> in boxes sometimes and plastic sheets. Sometimes they're signatures also. You Were know? there people there signing autographs? Uh, Sarge was there. Gary Matthews was there. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Bobby Hull was supposed to be there. I did not like getting the autograph lines right. I'm not a nerd. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh... Gary Matthews was there yeah. with Sarge. Yeah. I remember throwing his helmet off as he oh, yeah. round first base. <laughs> but there was like those people who uh, like hang out at the mall asking if you want your spine checked, just like staring at the dudes hunched over tables in the back, like just salivating, you know, the market, the, these chiropractors. Yeah, you could absolutely tell who was going where. It was pretty simple. Dude, that's great. Thank you for the card. Did oh, you yeah. buy anything for yourself? Of course I did, Pat. What'd you get? We don't need to get into all that. Come on. I got a couple of uh, Jose Abreu rookies. And uh, you know what I like to do, Pat? I like to I like to go through like dollar boxes of cards and find stuff that I think I can flip for a little more than that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, try and time it out. I like I like to make this as time-consuming as possible because I certainly don't have enough going on that I can't finish. You go to the Marshalls section? I really do. The, I really do. This is the Clarence rack. And I'm you like, just go $2, through that. I can probably get three, you know? And you're flipping them. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just picked up a couple little things. but uh, Fixer-uppers, you take them home, steam them, <laughs> iron them. You got them clipped in your shower. Just run the water. Get them to believe in themselves a little bit. Come on. Guys, I'm going to talk you up. Now, listen, I'm going to take you out of this plastic. I know your previous owner didn't trust you. I'm going to let you out of the plastic. Now, when I do, I'm going to steam you. I'm going to, we're going to talk. You've been walking around here acting all near mint. You are gem mint. Do you understand me? <laughs> you are gem mint and you better act like it. You know why you got a dollar or sticker on you? Because of your fucking attitude. <laughs> That's why. Um, well, good, dude. I'm, uh, I'm gonna act happy for you. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. It's the dumbest thing in the world and I hate it. I hate it. It's such a dumb way to spend time and it is, but it's everywhere. It's huge. And now they have like the NFTs. Are you familiar with what NFTs are? No, but all I'm picturing is as these people are filing in to the convention, uh -huh. they should just be thanked, right? You could be doing so much worse you could be doing bad things. Come on in. Get some baseball cards. Thank you for not killing anyone today. <laughs> Thank you for not being at a gun show. Thanks for not being somewhere, you know, hurting sure. children. Sure. Come on in. Be you. This is great. It's all <laughs> pretend. It's all fake. Come on. No, no, come on. I'm not, I mean, in a good way. It's not really worth anything. You're right. Okay. But how, but how is that different than like the stock market? 
I'm not saying it is. That's all fake too. Right? Like it, it, all of these markets are built on the idea that there has to be someone on the other side and they can all go away. Right. The only thing real in this world is this podcast. And that's why people keep coming here for the straight dope. You're listening to All Over the Place. Oh my God. Did these dorks really just play rock, paper, scissors? Don't forget to download and subscribe. Brimley or bust, baby. <laughs> uh, it's in her contract. I, I have to play it twice. It's even better the second time. Or um, she gets all bent out of shape. Understandable. So I saw you earlier this week, and I got to give a shout out to all that good stuff. They have uh, been so nice to me and getting me stage time this last year and plus now. I mean, but the show we did out there in LaGrange, and it was your show. You let me just come in and do a spot. Dude, that crowd was, that felt like the old days. It was fantastic. They've been awesome to me as well. Uh and they're running great stuff. They've been doing out, you know, they were doing outdoor stuff all winter. Uh, a lot of Brimleys were at some different shows. We've heard from a bunch of them who were at La Fiesta and Cork. Um, and uh, yeah, now they're getting back at it, doing some uh, some distance, some some responsible, uh, smaller indoor things. So uh, really great stuff out of that crew. Maggie, Bridget, Mary, Kate, thank you guys so much for everything. A lot of fun. Yeah, I got to do a spot there this week. Went to Zany's and Rosemont to this spot. Did this uh, gig out in Rosemont, too, for this Amate house, which they do really cool stuff. They, all this volunteer work in the city. It's kind of like a Jesuit volunteer program that Sarah did after college. Um, so it was just nice to be out doing shows. It feels yeah. like maybe there's some momentum there. and um, So it was great. Yeah, it's awesome, and I headed over to uh, CG's in Bolingbrook, where uh, I ran into a couple of other Brimleys, um, Dave and Bridget, and uh, they came out to a show. They uh, they were in Destin. They said they they were in Destin, Florida, when I was uh, at the wedding, and they uh, they were like driving around Florida, and they popped on the podcast, and uh, while I was out there, all hammered talking to you. So uh oh, hung over Jim from hung the over Jim from the wedding. From the hotel? Absolutely. Sandy Jim? Key Largo in. Didn't you have a car issue then? I did have a car issue then. Oh man. That was a tough trip, but we're back. We're good. So the other night, uh Joe's had her cousins, I was saying they slept over and they were watching a movie. Um I don't know if you've seen this one. I was gonna hot dog it. Unlawful brunette. Legally blonde. <laughs> I was doing that all night to them too. Is this? Lawful brunette? Is it? Why not? <laughs> no, Dad, it's legally blonde. I mean, I try and really be annoying sometimes. That movie is hilarious, though. Like, um, like just the stuff that they just wouldn't do now. Yeah. You know, the whole case falls apart because he recognizes her Prada shoes. <laughs> she's like getting a drink and he's like, nice last season Pradas. These aren't last season. And then like the light bulb goes off. <gasps> He's gay. <laughs> He's gay. He couldn't have he couldn't have been the, you know. Uh-huh. So just funny. I preferred legally blonde too. Oh my god. Is there a legally blonde too? I don't know. I don't know. I think there was a musical though, wasn't there? Legally legally blonde two, T O O, like they did with Teen Wolf. <laughs> they couldn't afford Reese Witherspoon. It was some other some cheaper blonde actress. Sorry, we're stuck with Sarah Michelle Geller. You remember Teen Wolf 2? Teen Wolf also? Mm-hmm. We're like, Michael J. Fox, nice. No, 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 no. It's 2, T-O-O. I think that's how I learned the difference between 2 and 2. <laughs> that's how you always remember it. 
<laughs> we used to call it Teen Wolf also. Was that Jason Bateman? Yeah. Man. Pretty sure it was. One of the best careers in all of showbiz. That dude dipped out for a while and came back. Right. What do you think Justine's up to? She's in something, I think. She's she's resurfaced a little bit. Okay. But not like him. I feel like we talked about this, did we? Did we? We talked about Mallory? I felt like we might have mentioned Mal. Mallory's a good name. And it is. I was going to suggest that, for, you to Steven. that to Stephen. But he did the right thing. I think Blair's a good pick. Or Marjorie would have been nice. Marjorie would have been a good one, too. What uh, What else do you have coming up? Not a lot, man. Just um, going to be around. Like I said, I like to get to a, a White Sox game before things get too crazy. And Elliot's uh, making his communion. We had a communion picture today with the whole class because the communion is um, spread spread out because of the pandemic. Okay. Um, so not probably three masses, not everyone in church at the same time, but we all got together today for pictures and everyone was inside. So I'm not sure if this was felt maybe potential super spreader, uh-huh. COVID communion. The communion is supposed to be this Saturday, but now the kids will all be whacked out and probably quarantined. So to do it two weeks from Saturday. No, they should be good to go. Things are good, right? Yeah. Communion this Saturday and then some, uh, some family fun after that. Parents are coming back from California. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And we're going to all get together. It's going to be a nice weekend. How about you? Uh, not a whole heck of a lot going on. I, um, I'm i actually hitting the road a little bit. I'm doing, um, I'm heading to Milwaukee. I'm doing the uh, the Laughing Tap up in Milwaukee on uh, Saturday, May 1st. So it'll be kind of my first time going out of town to do a gig. That'll be fun. Dude, that'll be great. Yeah. And then uh, Friday, I'm in Crystal Lake at the Row. So a couple of small capacity social distance events. I think the uh, Saturday, May 1st from the Laughing Tap Milwaukee also does have a live stream. So if anyone wants to check that out, you can go to the Laughing Tap to get information on that as well. Is Laughing Tap a room that's been open for a bit? It is like more of a, um, it's been about a year and a half, two years. They opened not long before the pandemic. It's uh, a couple of comics from up in Milwaukee. But uh, they opened up a room a couple of years ago because it was a big void there after, you know, the comedy club closed and everything. So uh, they were the first things to open back up and uh, they're doing a great job. Do you have anything on your radar to do in Milwaukee other than the show? I was going to go to the Fawn statue. I think it's one of the things I like to do while I'm there. Just kind of have a picnic with Henry Winkler. Have you been to the Fawn uh, statue? No, I've not. I've not either. No. Is there a Laverne and Shirley also? Oh, I don't know. Is there? There might just be a Squiggy. Yeah. No, there's not. Um, I don't think there's a little and Shirley either. But there is a Henry Winkler statue there, if I remember. There's recall. definitely a Fonz. Yeah. And people go there, and they post the picture, and it's right on the water, I think. I've I think seen it right. from a distance. Yeah. But I haven't actually gone down there and, uh, you know. Now it's worth the trip, man. If you're not doing anything next weekend, come on up. We'll, co- we'll go hang Well, I got the communion. Fonz. That's right. All right. Otherwise, I would be there. All right. That makes sense. You know that. All right. Well, you enjoy Milwaukee, man. And I'm going to get you out of here because every now and then it's good to do a little bit of a shorter episode, right? Yeah, a little 45-minute jaunt for the Brimleys. I feel like this is a good time for this because from here on out, it's going to be go time. That's it. We are ending April, which is a short month. Let's get it out of here. And then May, we start ramping up. We're getting into summer. Mother's Day. Ah, two weeks. Yeah, May's going to be a great month. And then... Summer. I can't wait. You got any plans? Any summer vacations? No, just the ability to go outside and do nothing. That just sounds awesome, doesn't it? 
Yeah, but I want you to get away. I probably will at some point. Go to a baseball car convention out of town. <laughs> Stay <laughs> on site. The Nationals in Chicago this year. Oh. Get the Holiday Inn, Omaha. <laughs> Just setting your alarm. Uh, I miss it. Kent Herbeck is downstairs. <laughs> what I'm, a great name. <laughs> I'm going downstairs to meet Julio Franco. He played baseball until he was 80. Brett Boone was in the elevator. <laughs> Later.